Hello, friends. Welcome to the Dimension of Our Midnight Cake. I'm Soltis. Joining me in the nexus of realities are my friends and fellow transdimensional beings, Beaches, Lumberdor, and Doug. For this week's transmission, I thought it would be interesting to revisit The Rise of Skywalker. When this movie was released in 2019, there was a great deal riding on it. It was the conclusion of a 40-year saga, the resolution for what passed for a plot since The Force Awakens, the attempt to undo the damage done by Ryan Johnson and The Last Jedi, by extension, a chance to redeem Disney Star Wars in the eyes of the fandom, and also hopefully for Disney, restore profitability and interest in Star Wars. Was it able to accomplish all these things? Um, In short, no. No, it wasn't. The movie falls so flat that it is embarrassing. There's no meaning to anything that takes place. Characters only do things because the script says they have to. Nothing is earned. There's no emotional investment. Why should anyone care about anything or take anything seriously when the movie itself doesn't take it seriously? From a narrative and character-based perspective, The Rise of Skywalker is a complete train wreck. This film is a prime example of what happens when a creatively bankrupt studio tries to make a movie that will please everyone. And one of the worst offenses is that it completely negates the victory in Return of the Jedi. The sacrifice of Darth Vader, Luke's last stand against the Emperor, it, all, it doesn't matter. The Rebellion didn't win, they just delayed the Emperor. I honestly feel bad for anybody that was forced to work on this movie. I feel bad for the actors, they are better than the movie they're in. I feel bad for the editors who, because of time constraints by the studio, were forced to edit on set as the movie was being filmed. I feel bad for the production team, didn't know what they were doing from day to day because the script and story would constantly change. And I feel bad for John Williams, who's attached to this film. The music as always is fantastic. It's better than this movie deserves. And in a way, I even feel bad for J.J. Abrams and having to navigate between trying to tell a coherent story and the demands of Kathleen Kennedy and Disney Studios. Though the movie grossed over a billion dollars worldwide, it was only the seventh highest grossing film of 2019 and the lowest grossing installment of the trilogy, turning an estimated net profit of $300 million on a bloated $275 million budget. As usual, there will be heavy spoilers. And even though I do not care for this movie, I would recommend you watch it for yourself, form your own opinion. If you happen to enjoy our conversations and would like to support our efforts, consider visiting our website at ourbenightcake.com. Okay, let's get into this, I guess. Wow. I remember kind of liking it last time, but I was trying to really watch it this time. And like, <laughs> I remember <laughs> I paying attention. I don't know. I remember like, not caring at all. <laughs> it's like they this had is to the repeat first time I've seen it. each other's catchphrases, and that bothered me. Like, we heard it the first well, time, CP3O. 
C C C three PO. Whatever. Whatever. Golden robot. CP three O and R two M seven and and OD and and OD and Scooby and the gang. All all the droids. They're probably there hiding somewhere. I, I do like Dio. Star Wars is really good at making uh, robots that are just lovable. <laughs> oh, yeah. About I mean, the lovable J.J. Robots. Abrams took a beach ball and put a head on it, and <laughs> someone found a hair dryer and put wheels on it. And <laughs> I did like go. both of those. Literal reincarnation <laughs> of R2-D2 right there. <laughs> yeah. So, so this whole movie takes place about a year after. A long time ago. In a galaxy <laughs> far, far a year after the last far away. I saw that the at the beginning, script. I think. But it's after the other movies that were a long time ago. Shouldn't it be like not such a long time ago? Not as long ago. <laughs> but still pretty long ago. Yeah. Should be far enough apart where an elderly guy shouldn't come back from the dead, though. We're we're not even through the, the opening yeah. call, Soltis. Like, we're already like 30, 50 years less long ago. <laughs> Are you eating Palpatine. a hot dog? <laughs> no. I'm eating two hot dogs. <laughs> Hadn't had dinner. Oh, well, that's as much respect as this movie deserves. <laughs> so it is. Okay. go it ahead is. and eat while we talk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to say, just, just like uh, Kylo Ren when he talks through his voice changer helmet. I want to say, and, and I believe the beachy one is with me, not a Star Wars fan. Like, I watch Star Wars, Star Wars I'm cool with Star Wars, but I'm not like. I don't know all the things about. Yeah, I, Star I got Wars. no like hate for Star Wars, but this is the first time I've seen this movie. It's so just never. That's been, my disclaimer. I, I'm I'm big about going to the theater as much as I can, and I did not see this one in the theater. I just mm, mm-hmm. I passed it up. So that's just my disclaimer. I will ask you many stupid questions during the course uh-huh. of this conversation <laughs> because I don't. That know is any- all right, and most of the questions I'm sure have the answer because the script said so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so in the opening title crawl we get that the emperor has returned okay so here's I, the first like question said, that's when i okay. checked out yeah i watched that opening <laughs> crawl and then i rewound it and i watched it again because I mean, like they have not built up to the emperor being back at all right has this been foreshadowed at all in the other no. movies and i just no. missed it no <laughs> no there is nothing leading up so there's yeah. a running gag for me, like when I watch old, because I really like bad movies and I like bad fantasy and sci-fi movies, like especially from the 80s. Just to name it's always that a category, sure, huh? Yeah, it, there's always a sure <laughs> tell that it's going to be bad when there's a long opening title sequence that has to explain everything that the script and the plot does not. <laughs> like, you know, you're like, ooh. They're explaining all this because the movie's so bad they can't explain it during the course of a normal movie. And that's totally what I thought of. <laughs> this movie feels like a bad B movie to me, even though it's Star Wars, I guess is what I'm saying. It, it is a bad B movie. That's what it feels like. It feels you're, like a nonsensical B right. movie in the Star Wars universe. So I laughed my head off. I remember I going to see the good. Power Ranger movie and it had this mm-hmm. entire opening scroll that just yeah. it told you it told you everything that anyone in that audience would already know. (laughs) (laughs) But so the reveal of Palpatine is in the title sequence you were saying. So I was right. It was the first, like, he's built a fleet of, like, (laughs) killer starships by himself. Which I know it's kind of like, you know, following tradition where they give a bit of the story away in this crawl. But 
maybe don't give that surprise away you know just say there's a mysterious oh, fleet that you know before before the movie had even been established like that the emperor being revealed had already been spoiled through an uh, event in Fortnite. awesome <laughs> so yeah so if you were I did not think player, you would talk about Fortnite today <laughs> then then you knew what was going on but I guess that was after the, the movie, Ariana Grande. He was like, what, they had the, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, those, those those mysterious transmissions that they refer to in the opening title crawl. No. They, they had those transmissions playing in Fortnite. And it was, no. a, it was a big event. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's so great. Now, here's another question. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do they ever explain how the hell he's back? Do they explain no, this? Because and how is again, he back? I'm pretty sure that you saw. They do say he's a clone, right? Saw Return of the Jedi. Where how do you clone him when he was thrown down? Where a pit? he he died and you know he was thrown down the shaft and was vaporized in the shaft and then was vaporized again as the Star Destroyer or as as the Death Star blew up. But hey, you know, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Okay, is it so possible? that's not really explained. Okay. Is it possible, just as a matter of convenience for Mr. Abrams, that um, uh, uh, what what are we calling him? I feel like he's got five names. What's what's the right one? The for Emperor. Who? Yeah, Pal- the Emperor. Palpatine or okay. the Emperor. Okay, that maybe he he initiated <laughs> a, a a situation where he was cloning himself. I mean, possibly. I mean, you got so all it's like, cubes there. It's like that guy you, from Invincible that's just always cloning himself. Yeah. And then he's having an clone, argument with or, his clone. It's like, it's like clones the are said. a thing. It was, <laughs> it was clones. You know, Sith magic. But no. Like, I mean, if you're going to clone yourself, for, you, wouldn't you take a few thousand years off of your well, uh, yeah, you, face you, you, there? You have to give it to them that they didn't just pull clones out of nowhere. Clones are a thing in Star Wars. But yeah, they, they acted like, oh, only the Sith know about cloning. <laughs> Yeah, never mind that the whole you know previous the war was fought. Wasn't that it? Yeah. The there was like a whole planet of cloners. The yeah, the the Kaminoans. Oh, it, Kaminoans. What's Genosha? it answers the question we were all wondering? Uh, do you retain Genosis your force powers? Was were those bug Obviously. people that made the that were used as models for the droid army and also ah, built okay. Okay. or designed the Death Star? Oh my God, I don't know anything about Star. Okay, <laughs> you're okay. So Palpatine out of nowhere, then what? <laughs> then uh, there's a huge montage of people. It's so spastic and sporadic. You know, Kylo Ren decides that, oh, he doesn't want to share. So he's going to go kill the emperor again. And, <laughs> but he needs a wayfinder. And somehow he knows about this wayfinder and how to find it. So he does. And then he goes there. Even though there's the no explanation leader, of how he found out about it. Should no, I have no. known what that was if I was a Star Wars fan? That was my question. No. no. Okay. <laughs> no. I was sitting here like, obviously, I don't know what this is, or that there's a secret Sith homeworld because I'm not a Star Wars fan. So really, it's just that they just threw it out there. No, and the no, way is like this GPS to the yeah, it's Exigo. Yeah, he, he plugs it into okay. his ship, which somehow it's compatible with no. his TIE fighter. And would he have not? <laughs> would he have not picked up on that, like with the Force, that like Palpatine was back? I don't know. 
Okay, I shouldn't ask these questions. Who's okay. to say at this point? He did, in all this <laughs> space wars, in this he didn't universe. have an iPhone, so he had to use his old TomTom <laughs> off-brand thing to go for it. This is the, the point evil. in my notes. My, my point in the notes where I just said, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> it was five minutes into the movie. Okay, You're not alone, my friend. <laughs> and so without... You know, without the Knights of Ren, without any sort of backup or way to call for help should something happen, the Supreme Leader of the First Order goes into a completely unknown situation. <laughs> He's just going to show up by himself, kill the Emperor, and be done with it. And then he decides, oh, hey, Emperor is going to give me all these cool ships. So, you know, whatever. I'll right. Not only is there a secret clone of the Emperor, he's also somehow made a fleet of indestructible starships. Here's my other question: Who Under are all these the people with them? Of the planet. Who Who are these people with the Emperor? There's all these people with them. I'm like, who are these people? Where do these people come from? Uh, it's uh, like Sith acolytes, I guess. Like no one. Knew? I don't know. I don't know where they came like, from. I don't know how long they've been there. Okay. I don't know where he acquired them or how the emperor got there. I mean, I've worked in an office. Okay, gossip would have gotten around. Everybody. Yeah. What kind of discount they get on black cloaks? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for real. Like, do they have a tailor there? I don't understand. <laughs> what I, do they and, eat? And never um, mind the logistics of having to fund, you know, this fleet. All of the it? the staffing for the like I think if I remember correctly it's something like uh, a star destroyer has an average crew of you know multiple tens of thousands of people sure like like like, like forty five thousand people I'm pretty sure he's just getting all these people from Craigslist that's that's a lot of metal too right also where's he getting all this <laughs> it's completely unnecessary he created Snoke he created the First Order. He's, he's already gained control of the galaxy at this point. Why does he need a fleet to gain control of the galaxy? <laughs> there's so many things cool, that bother there's me. A cool, there's a cool visual where they raise out of the ocean? I don't know. Yeah, That's maybe. the thing. That's oh, the is thing. that it? Is that, yes! is that J.J. Abrams loves moments, and he focuses on moments. He wants cool moments. And there, there are a lot of cool moments in this movie, but... They, but the connective tissue of narrative and story and character uh, motivation are sacrificed for these moments. It's like a high school mm -hmm. yearbook. He's like, and then there's a smoke monster. Yes. How's there a smoke monster? Don't worry about it. It's just there. <laughs> you see, I was confused for a moment when uh, Charlie from Lost was on there. It's like, wait a minute, did we switch shows? <laughs> Is he about and to like, start singing po a pop song? Poe Dameron isn't going to lose yeah. to anything less than an entire fleet of like star destroyers with planet filling weaponry, right? Yeah. I mean, if it had just been like five, it wouldn't be realistic. True. Because <laughs> Poe's so awesome. Poe is awesome. Poe is awesome. And I must say that I don't harbor any sort of ill will against the actors or anybody who is forced to work on this movie. No, I'm actually obligated sure. to. At to this do point, this. the word is forced. <laughs> yes. I would say Maybe my only problem is uh, forced to work on this movie. The guy uh, that played uh, Kylo uh, Ren, what's his name? I can't think of Adam his Driver. Name. Adam Driver is to be such a a, a villain. He really looks like he's going to cry all the time, and that bothers me. He's so emo. <laughs> I'm like, go listen to some My Chemical Romance, buddy. Get out of here. <laughs>
He, he doesn't oh. seem like a threat when he's about to cry. Uh, there, there, there are a great many problems that come from the studio interference for this movie, the tight deadline that they were on. It, it, it wasn't the same kind of rushed situation that you have from like Ghostbusters. This was, this was completely different. Where This is like the Mario where, Brothers of Star where Wars. Where nobody movies. knew what was going on and nobody <laughs> had, like they were still writing the story as they were filming it and as they were editing it and as they were trying to cobble this thing together. I was and, wondering if that, something like that was going on. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> like because then you and, get you get like, Finn like, and Poe like go to get this message right, and that's when they reveal the fleet or whatever. I'm like, how do they know to go get this message? Did I miss? Oh, did well, I miss what? Did they just show up? Yeah, it's it's supposed to it's supposed to be understood that there's this spy network, and now they have a spy in the first order, and the, and the spy in the first okay. order is delivering is delivering them information that they accept at face value as being true. You know, sure. Never mind that supposedly Finn is the only person who's defected from the First Order as far as they know, and as far as we know. Mm-hmm. And then later on, we see that, that there was a whole you know battalion or platoon or whatever of stormtroopers that defected and just hung out on the moon of Endor. Sure. And <laughs> hung out in the not? place they needed to go to. Yeah. <laughs> Road space horses. Cool, guys. <laughs> And so then the whole movie has to happen in 16 hours because it's 16 hours. Yeah. Like the fleet. Like why not just set the fleet loose now? Like it's, it. (laughs) you you raise it out of the surface of the planet. He's old school. He's got to have his villain dialogue. You caught me monologuing. (laughs) (laughs) I suspect because there needed to be some sort of arbitrary because doesn't I'm a ticking crushed. clock create imaginary suspense? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. They need a ticking clock. And so all of the you know <laughs> interplanetary travel that they go, you know, jumping from planet to planet to planet, and oh no, we don't have time to go back to the base. And then they, you know, go to another planet and then go back to the base anyway. Like that's all takes place within 16 hours. <laughs> and yes. it's just ridiculous. All of the intense character changes. <laughs> Oh, happened yeah. in 16 hours. That's what I kept thinking about during this movie. I was like, everybody. JJ Abrams even worked with George Lucas on this to try and, and get and try and get a, a coherent story and try and you know figure things out with the characters and and all that was discarded. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Kathleen Kennedy strikes again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you no, can't no, have no. anything nice. No. Now next question. Next question. I'm just gonna keep asking you questions this whole time. Uh, Did okay. I see <laughs> Did I see an evil Sith monkey with goblin ears yes. in this yes, movie working on Kylo Ren's helmet? Yes. Yeah. I need to see more. Okay. Of I was like, am I drinking too much while I'm watching this? What did I, is this what I'm actually? Because doing? again, Kylo Ren decided that he needed his helmet and he couldn't just, you know, recreate his helmet or have a facsimile nope. made or whatever. No, he needed that specific helmet that was, that he destroyed cool. in the elevator on Starkiller base, which also was incinerated. And he somehow has all the pieces and sure. is able to get it put back together. <laughs> sure. And a monkey did it. He needed that. <laughs> Just like okay. how they had to find the uh, the uh, the locator, the triangle locator that was on the destroyed Death Star floating in this giant uh, crazy ocean. 
Yeah, which like, again, well, how is that still there? Asks more, you know, just raises more questions with because <gasps> oh, so I fun. saw the end of Return of uh-huh. the Jedi and I saw the Death Star being vaporized. And then yep. assuming that, you know, something that size entered into the atmosphere and l- hit the planet, like, how is that entire ecosystem not obliviated? It was like a pillow. <laughs> oh. So, so is that what happens next then? They set up the first MacGuffin, right? They got to go find the... They got to get a Wayfinder. And then to find... Ray's the looking through some book and it's like, hey, the thing we need. And then they got to like, go yeah. do it. Luke okay. was looking for this Wayfinder and then it was too difficult, I guess. And so we stopped for some reason. Sure, and... makes sense. <laughs> but he left Lando and apparently, on the planet for no yeah, reason. Yeah, and apparently poor Lando was you know, <laughs> left there and Lando decided to just hang around for 30 years. He was waiting for that big party. I mean, it, he heard rumors. <laughs> he <knows why. laughs> the, the Lando thing. I was like, where where did he come from? <laughs> Gotham. And why is he? Yeah, and why did he hang around? Why is he there? <laughs> what about Bespin? What about anything how, else? How did he get there? He did he have to ride him? an R two seat on the X wing? He had to <laughs> Wait, plop in that little hole on the I back think, and make beepy noises. So, so they land where the Alien Burning Man festival is going on, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the rave in the oh. desert. This is also this is also the first time that we've seen all three of the main characters going on an adventure together in the entire trilogy. Okay, this is not the, not the not the three main characters you wanted to see. No, 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 no. These these three main characters that, okay. that we're told are important, and, and so they're there, and so she has like a vision where like she and Kylo are talking to each other. So tell me, yes. They, What's they going on there? each other, even mm-hmm. though it was already established that it was Snoke who was allowing that to happen. And now that Snoke is dead, uh, it's it's a thing. It's been a, it's a thing anyway, so they're going to do it. And I, I don't know why, but okay. But they can it's also like they can physically interact with each other. Physically interact uh-huh. with each other, transport objects from across the galaxy. What creeped me out is he took her necklace. Like I was yeah. like, okay, she's having a vision. They're talking, and then all of a sudden, he took her freaking necklace off her neck. I was like, what? yeah, <laughs> like, oh, again, this movie <laughs> just keeps finding ways. It's like, okay, there's this weird object thing. Okay, there's a fleet. There's a Palpatine that makes no sense. There's a chimpanzee, and then he can magic her necklace away. Like it keeps like Which, upping again. All the implications of what of what that can ability happen. can be used to do, like. <laughs> <laughs> and, also, and, and those aren't those aren't even explored or and, even questioned and, if he can, he do, and also he doesn't know where she is it's like he takes a necklace he's like oh where is this used oh on this alien planet where they're i'm like if you can communicate with her and take her necklace can't you know where she is just, also if you can determine where the necklace came from why me. can't you find this hidden uh planet with all the evil on it i mean just magic yourself uh, and assume it's the same technology now but yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and apparently you need this wayfinder to be physically present and connected to your navigation ship, your to, to your navigation system and your ship to make it through the space weirdness that's just on one side of the planet. Never mind, you know, just flying around to the other side. <laughs> then you have to put in the AOL disc and hope no one picks up the phone as well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lando's there. Oh, and, oh, but, oh sorry, but not only sorry. is before, Lando there. Before, before we get to that. There's okay. there's a brief moment where you know, there's a little alien girl. She and she gives Ray the necklace and welcomes her to the planet oh, and asks yeah. for her family name. And she doesn't have one. It's just I don't Ray. Have one. 
and and we're again with this it's like well who is ray where does she come from who are her parents again instead of developing her character it, it's again all this thing it's about just questioning it and giving you no answers <laughs> yeah and then you find out and it doesn't matter yeah <laughs> and then she changes her name 20 minutes later yeah which again so uh. <laughs> lando's there but this movie like not only is lando just there saving them but lando is looking for the thing that they're looking for <laughs> Yeah, and apparently he's been doing it for 30 years. It has information for them. It's like, hey, cool. I've been looking for that too. Yeah. And he, you know, he, he tells them, he, he doesn't, you know, tells them that, that the ship of the Sith assassin that had the dagger where, with the inscription of where to find the next wayfinder is. <laughs> oh, that freaking dagger. Oh, Lord. Okay. I'm pretty sure Lando thing. just saw that there was a party going on in this planet and he's like, Luke left. Uh, I'm not really going to look for that thing. Hey, anymore. There's some real like, hot babes you know on what? the planet. I, I, I blew up the second Death Star. I deserve this. <laughs> Lando's like, I hear in 30 years they have here. a wild party out in the desert. I'm hanging out till he then. He probably planned the party, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But but yeah, and then again, with this dagger, it it has the inscription on it of where this Wayfinder can be found so it's the way to find the wayfinder, to sure. find the planet. That <laughs> the, the turns out to be next to on. the bear planet on a moon or something. Uh, but so first they have, which again, they why have would, this chase through the desert, right? They uh, chase they through the, chase desert. the desert. The the stormtroopers have treaded land vehicles for some reason because I guess sure. they can't spare any sort of hovercraft or. They take all of them out, and then like one in a jetpack like blows up their vehicle. Okay, I've got a problem with the jetpack stormtroopers. What what is going on with that? (laughs) So it's not that they have jetpacks; it's just they have have to be catapulted to launch their jetpacks. It's like they didn't have the the launch button, and they can only start flying once they're in the air. Also, it has already been established that for decades. Troopers have had jetpacks and have been able to fly. <laughs> yes, they did it. You know, not only just the Mandalorians, but oh, really? All, yeah. all the clone troopers. Because they made such a big deal out of the, the, yeah, they make a big deal about it when it should not be a surprise to anybody that this is a possibility. Yeah, or and, and they blow up your vehicle. Anything, and you always think in these things like the danger is their vehicle is going to explode, right? These chases, mm-hmm. and they're all totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> like they just roll and they're all good. Yeah, and they I mean, CP3O should have exploded. And, and then they drop down to where, well, you're talking about the dagger. So they drop yeah. down in the place they need to be in. Yeah. So it's a good That's thing. That's a that convenient this chase plot ended, hole. Ended right there. It's a good thing they otherwise us and blew an us up. Plot hole they fell into. years before they found it. <laughs> but like also, like, how does this quicksand work? It, they, they sink into a, a, a tunnel system. Mm-hmm. Where they need to be, <laughs> like so, so. What's keeping the quicksand up? Isn't it the same <laughs> as um? What was the movie we watched with? Uh, was it Willow? It's the Force. Where, where Mad? Well, what's the dude's name? Yeah, Mad Mardigan. Mad Mardigan fell through and he got stuck, and but he came out the other side. Was that was that Willow? Am I thinking about some other movie? They did fall in about? some kind of mucky quicksand. Yeah, in that movie. 
I don't know. I might be confused. You're, you're thinking about Dora the Explorer. Oh, you're totally right. <laughs> I'm thinking am. about that. that uh, <laughs> starring Michael Peña. I, I am <laughs> thinking about Dora the Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep cut. Star Wars connected to Dora the Explorer. I, I knew it the whole oh. time, but I was just hoping you were right about the other movie. <laughs> I was saying it's like Super Mario Brothers 2, that level where you have to go through the quicksand and you drop out the bottom and there's a pipe that takes you where you need to go for a shortcut to the uh-huh. level. It's just like that. But you're talking about the sword, Soltis. What were you saying? So they find this dagger or whatever. Oh, and, yes. And, and there's Which, the thing with the snake and the healing and the unpack all that for me. Oh, I can't. <laughs> Explain it. <laughs> because. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Because for some reason, well, I mean, in the earlier sequence of the movie you see ray is actually training and because she needs to be more powerful for some reason she's not good enough she sucks at the beginning of the movie yeah and men in here little things with her life. hours later yeah she's, she's great okay. hours later no one knows where this came from how she learned it she just it's just intuition i guess okay. and so they're going through this series of tunnels and everyone's being really mean to c3po and they just, Poor guy. and then they find the assassin's body or what's left of it and his crashed ship. You know what? Whatever. <laughs> and and what does he have on him? Comes. He what what does dagger. this convenient pilot have on him? His possession? Oh. <laughs> exactly what they need. Oh, yeah. The, the Sith assassin <laughs> has the dagger, and which is an, uh, raises a whole other series of questions. Like, why would the Emperor have this? Thing inscribed you know on this dagger and then why would he let this assassin take this dagger and kill people with it and to where it can be you know found should he should the assassin fail or, or be captured or get killed and then or pickpocketed or whatever <laughs> tell it to a museum yeah that's a uh, fine point he gives it the some jabroni that falls in a quicksand pit and loses it Pretty much. <laughs> That's what happens. And then the snake is grateful and uh, lets them out so she, of the tunnel system. She, the, the, like a snake appears and it's like all cut up. Apparently that was a real puppet, at least in part, which is cool. And and then she like heals it. Like, what is that? You saw okay, and cool. know as much as the audience. It's magic. It's good for whatever <laughs> okay. you need Very good. So I wasn't right. missing the Star Wars thing again. Do, do, do. What does the plot need? Like the whole the whole aspect of the force is an understanding is completely thrown yeah. out. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> it's just it like it is whatever the script needs it to be. Robert England would have made this movie way better, I'm just saying, anyway. If he oh, had been the, the so. general guy, I mean. Uh, so after The Last Jedi, where Brian Johnson completely neuters that character and turns which it one? into a joke <laughs> yeah, which one indeed <laughs> but we're talking no. of, oh yeah specifically uh, about he, general what did he go from like almost <laughs> nice. a competent general in the first one yeah. to, to a joke yeah yeah mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. in the span of between those movies apparently <laughs> but, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 16 yeah. hours later he's a total joke um uh, but but anyway, in some semblance to give him some relevance or whatever, 
Uh, JJ decides to make him abandon everything that he has dedicated his life for up until that point and, you know, sell out the first order so that Kylo Ren will lose. <laughs> and it's because he just hates that guy so I mean, much. Yeah, because because that's the easiest and most direct way that he can think of to get rid of Kylo Ren, I guess, is sabotage the entire First Order that he's dedicated his life to up until that point. So so next thing you, you get Ren versus Kylo Ren's well, ship. Yeah, they, they find this, <laughs> the ship that I guess Ray's parents were in, that's yeah. out in the desert that... You know, has been out there forever and it's intact yeah. and space sure. worthy, you know, hasn't been stripped or salvaged or anything. Sure. <laughs> and while they're working on that, Ray decides to go for a walk. And while she's going for a walk, Kylo Ren shows up and they have this really weird showdown where he tries to run her over with his TIE fighter and she slices it up and and then traveling however fast he was, he crashes the ship and then it explodes and then he's fine. Yes. <laughs> there's no scratches. There's no broken bones. There's no burn marks. There's no yeah. singes on his clothing. And again, like mere hours earlier, she's like, I don't deserve this lightsaber. Then like four hours later, she's like crazy backflip twist and like cuts a wing off like a tie fighter. Yeah. I love it. And then, you know, having some sense of urgency, they want to get Ray, you know, call Ray back to the ship. And so they send Chewbacca after her. And then Chewbacca gets captured because Chewbacca's like, I think I'll carry this dagger with me while I leave. Yeah. Yeah. And then Finn is wondering, where is everybody at? And so he goes out looking for them. And then he sees that Chewbacca's captured. And so he runs over to tell Ray. And and then the transport takes off. And Chewbacca isn't fighting or putting up a struggle or anything. Yeah, Chewbacca, who in any other circumstance yeah, would have ripped people's arms off. No, I mean, like, you, they showed him captured, but they didn't show him getting captured. Oh, oh, oh they didn't show the process of, you know, what it would take to subdue him. Yeah, and he's just yeah. standing yeah. there like, well, I guess yeah. I'll go with these guys. Yeah. I saw yeah. a line, I just got in. And then you think, but there's nothing <laughs> so Ray can do. So many friends. <laughs> you think there's nothing Ray can do. And then what's Ray going to do? She's going to use the force. To stop a spaceship from taking yeah. off. It's like, no, and that's my Chewbacca. And <laughs> she essentially yeah. murders in Chewbacca. What? <laughs> not really. Yes. Well, well, that's that's when that's when Kylo Ren shows up, completely unharmed from because his she's you know, 100 mile an hour crash and explosion. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and like, and then he decides to also force pull and they have a tug of war that's as weird as you can imagine it being. It's strangely sensual tug of war. And then she force sensual loves the are exchanged. transport and it's assumed that Chewbacca's dead. Yes. <laughs> and Ray is sad and she feels like a jerk and she is a jerk. <laughs> She should feel sad. I think the idea that Chewbacca would just go with anybody is kind of telling, you know, it's it speaks to this the nature of this series where like these new characters are kind of just replacements for, you know, the the Luke Khan and Leia and the rest of the characters, the you know, the people in costumes are just like, oh, okay, here's my new friends. Yeah. <laughs> Especially uh, uh playing chess with these guys now. Ba, ba, ba. Oh yeah. 
Like, okay. And then while they were down there and they were reading, they found out that C-3PO could read the Sith writing, but he couldn't tell them what it said because his program oh, forbade yeah, him from doing that. so because it was outlawed by the old Republic. Yes. Wait, sure. wasn't C-3PO built by Anakin Skywalker? So did he program he that? He was. Yes. <laughs> so child, child pod, pod racing There's no way was tell. like, one day he might encounter the Sith. <laughs> I'm going to forbid this. So now that, now that the dagger is with the First Order, and then, they real, and then C-3PO decides to share with the group that the translation is still in his memory banks. Mm-hmm. And that, and the exact way and how it can be retrieved, and that this would require a complete, you know, reconfiguration of his memory structures, and that it would erase everything that he was or everything that he will become. And his awesome new friends have no problem with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> honestly, honestly, no, why am I supposed to care about a, a character getting their memory wiped that already had their memory wiped once in this franchise? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> And we call that Tuesday. <laughs> so, and so they decide to go to Kajimi, which... Okay. <laughs> which you remember the name po of the has, planet. I'm impressed. Yeah, Poe has some history there. And then, and then they run into the person, the exact person that they need to in order to... And she's going to blow his head off. I'm going to kill yeah. him. And she wants to see his brain splattered on the snow. And so they beat her up. <laughs> And she goes, you know what? I like you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you this rare item that I've worked decades for. And let's go get married. And apparently Poe was a spice runner and was just basically a drug mule and just transporting yep. drugs all over the place. They had a, a, a good part of writing that I've actually laughed at and thought was entertaining. Where like, you used to run spice? Weren't you a stormtrooper? You were a spice runner? Weren't you a scavenger? It's like, we can do this all night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought, okay, that's funny. But that was good. <laughs> and then they go find this, this black market droid programmer that that apparently only services whatever group Poe used to belong to, but, mm-hmm. uh, but Felicity vouches for him and shows him where he is, and I don't know what's going on with this. It's not really but a good they, business model. No, no, it's not. <laughs> but it shows up. You know, this isn't meet... really sustainable in this economy. And then we meet Babu Frick, who is probably my favorite character in this whole movie. He's fantastic. <laughs> another, no, that's another practical effect where like puppeteers were. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he looks really terrific. Cool. Uh, enough that you forgive it when, forgive him when he shows up with, um, oh, what's her name, Carrie Russell. Uh, at the end during the space fight for no reason. <laughs> yeah, who yes. somehow survived the destruction of the planet, which is imminent. Like, yes, he's back! <laughs> Even though she just gave up her one way off the planet that she'd been working for for years. To well, obviously, Babu had that. some secret robot that they just made into a rocket, like in um, uh, Planet of the Apes 3, and they got off the planet before it exploded. I mean, come on, guys. Yeah. It writes Planet itself. of the Apes 3 is not a great movie from which to draw possible story points <laughs> it's better than this one i, I didn't like it is true makes more coherent <laughs> it is I like more the, coherent than have than you seen cornelius I, I in like a smoking the jacket about where they where they I rest my Babu case. and c3po says oh he's my oldest friend <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> well and, 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 and that made and me like, laugh like, Babu, is, Babu frick is such a happy character too 
He's always like, hey, hey, and just (laughs) really. Babu Frick. Is that just Mm -hmm. like somebody like dropped something on their foot on set one day and just went, ah, Babu Frick or something? Probably. Boba Fett. Say that again? Wait a minute. That's the name I've been looking for. That's what I mean. (laughs) Who knows how any of this was constructed? And he like fries C-3PO's brains and he's like, yeah, when it works. Oh, yeah. Well, great. and then there's that that whole thing where, you know, again, they're being such jerks to C-3PO. It's like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, I'm just, you know, taking one last look at my friends. Like, and then he says, I have another idea for, and they zap him. Yeah. And I'm it's like, such, what? It's such an awful replacement for the scene that should have been Luke, Han, and Leia. Yes. <laughs> In a film where they had all three of these people, I know I, I don't know exactly uh, how much uh, Carrie Fisher was present for, but uh, they absolutely had all three of those characters in this movie at some point. At least a part of this trilogy at some point. And yep. still managed to not do that. that people you know, don't want to see them together. We want them spread fan apart. Service as this why, why don't movie we get like a cram down everybody's throats? A that would have been something. Collection of. <laughs> Force ghosts at the end of the movie, right? <laughs> it's a good moment right there. That's a different movie. Force ghost. <laughs> Return to New York City. You know, Kylo Ren shows up. And They're gonna be in the new Ghostbusters movie. And the First Order arrives, and <laughs> uh, everything's terrible and once again. <laughs> and the lightsaber fight in cyberspace, force uh, cyberspace. But, mm. but Ray feels Chewbacca's presence and. Realizes, oh, hey, he's alive. He must have been on another transport that nobody saw take off or <laughs> anything. Since a Wookiee's life force, that's another force power. I was going to say, yeah, do do they usually go around sensing random life forces? I don't know. Wait, there's, there's like a the Wookiee over there. This is like the sensors on the Enterprise where they like, <laughs> I'm picking up three life signs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One's definitely a Wookiee. One's definitely a Wookiee. I can totally see that. It's either a Wookiee or Harrison Ford. I can't tell. I can't um, tell. They're so similar at this point. <laughs> oh, but they're, they decided to go infiltrate the Star Destroyer. And then they split the party. And so, wait, so there's another thing. How, how, did, they, how did they get on there? Poe's angry lady gave, him, gave her the little uh, general pass thing. Or whatever it was, coin. Is, is that, that what they did? Saving. Yeah. Okay. They had that magic key to get in the door. I totally missed that, mm-hmm. how they got yeah. on there. I'm like, how did they get on here? Yeah, well, yeah, and then and then she asked him if, okay. if he wants to go with her. <laughs> you know. She's like, <laughs> Never yeah. mind that, that he betrayed them at some point and, and left them. But hey, it's good to see you again. I almost killed you. Now I'm helping you. Now I'm gonna give you the thing that I've worked for my entire life to get off this planet. Because you need to save your friend. <laughs> that's a sharp yeah. turn from splattering his bla- brains. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's a it's a leap. <laughs> but they don't they don't show how they got on. They're just on the Star Destroyer, and sure. then they split up. Poe and Finn they get captured, but it's okay because General Hux is the spy that you know that nobody saw coming. And sure, <laughs> especially when they they were talking about the spy. At the first point of the movie with the with the the bad guys, and they do a hard pan and just stay on him while they continue to talk about the spy. Yeah, that 
there had to be like the scene where like they're writing it and they're like, oh crap, how are we going to get him out of this one? We'll just make that guy the spy. Cool. <laughs> Solves the problem. It's like, you're like, well, the way this movie's going, General Hux might end up being the spy. Oh, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why did I say that? I jinxed it. Uh, and then you get another space time. Oh, yeah, now that's when they fight. That's right. And yeah. they're like knocking berries around and literally knocking berries around. No, not a, you know, uh, and, and things are transporting so between the locations. And but again, <laughs> they can transport back and forth. It's established, mm-hmm. I guess. But he doesn't know where she is until he sees the helmet. Yep. Yeah. Like, until, seriously? until they destroy his Vader shrine. Seriously, so. he's so powerful. She can sense there's a Wookiee up there. He can't sense her, even though they're like indelibly linked by fate or whatever. Until yeah. it's like, oh, there's a helmet that magically appeared. Because Ray is the he, do, he doesn't ever. have that Palpatine blood. Yep. <laughs> is that what it is? He just has I that guess. crappy Skywalker blood. It's kind of like clone <laughs> secondhand Palpatine blood, though. Is is this where Kylo tells her who she is? Is that at this point in the movie? No, no, that's that, that's after he lets everybody know that she was in his room, and they have to go back to the ship, and it has to be locked down, and so they they go oh, back to. Okay. Star Destroyer, and and then they have that confrontation in the hangar, and that's when that's it. Yep. And oh, because that's great because the Millennium Falcon comes up and like blows its exhaust, yeah, and it knocks mm-hmm. everyone over. And she's just standing there like, whatever, man. And then she like flies over. She like flies does a cool parkour like, swing into it. <laughs> yeah, I love good that. thing that Millennium Falcon was on that ship and not mm-hmm. some of the other ships <laughs> that are it's in the just fleet. Like, I mean, and Kylo's standing against it, but she's just like, whatever, Kylo, you're struggling, dude. I'm just going to fly over here, buddy. <laughs> I, I like out. how nostalgia works and that you want this Millennium Falcon in all of these movies. Yet if this were the real world, I mean, the Falcon would be like that old garbage thing your dad drove that you did not want as your... <laughs> <laughs> no, that thing's a freaking stick shift. I don't want that. It doesn't even have stereo sound. Where's the tape deck? <laughs> Come on. And even made me modifications since the castle run. God. So so then we get the reveal. <laughs> and then there's Which still reveal? like an hour and a half left in this freaking movie that I have to oh sit through. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, then they're off to Endor or the moon of Endor. Okay. <laughs> because and it's a good thing that Ray knew to go collect that dagger even though they knew exactly where they were supposed to go. Okay, this it's bothered a good thing me. They knew that. Yeah. <laughs> so that it could be handy later this yes. bothered me they actually had sh- you know shout out to our previous episode the goonies mm-hmm. they had a goonies style hold it up and like move the thing around and hold it to the landscape uh-huh. to yeah. where to go <laughs> which i was just thinking again, of data from goonies so I- many questions as to that dagger and its purpose why would and why any assassin, working assassin, would use it to kill somebody? <laughs> Who created this dagger? This this giant puzzle dagger that is uh, traveling all over the galaxy, and is now nobody knows about. It. If yeah. you stand in this exact spot, maybe yeah, the exact assassin angle. was just forgetful and and needed to needed it to know how to get back. Maybe he didn't. Hey, he just didn't so. want to write it on his hand because he gets sweaty, <laughs> and so he just carved it into the dagger. <laughs> Oh, who knows? 
And uh, also, there's like wreckage. Not the script. There's wreckage (laughs) that was this wreckage there when this dagger was created, and that's it. It had to have been. It had to have been there, so they knew the exact. Some of the waves dimensions messed up. What if some of the waves messed up? Well, let's hope this doesn't move. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like I mean, it's not like a landmass out there. It's it's an old ship that crashed from space. Yeah, some crazy how survived the vaporization and a piece landed there did not you know cause any negative aspects to the environment as far as we can tell sure and for the most part is pretty intact <laughs> for what's going on for some reason they crashed the millennium falcon into the planet um like i it's mentioned that they're having a problem with the landing gear landing gear it's yeah. a ship that can just you know hover and then set down uh-huh. gently but they just run it into the surface of the planet for some reason sure because it makes a cool path crashing your ship is it's cool yeah launch pad mcquack does that all the time yes and they're all fun <laughs> that's what this that's not is a, ducks and like that's yeah. not the dramatic sequence we need them crash landing i mean crashing no. is just another way to get to the ground right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's something else i found about this movie like all this action keeps happening where you never see it Yes. And then they yeah. show like stuff that just doesn't seem to matter. <laughs> yeah, well, like like you see, you see the, there's all these leaps. The the, the lady riding yes. on the horse, you know, scanning the ship as it goes over the hill, and then you cut to oh, it's already crashed, and they're already walking up the hill. Mm-hmm. And okay, there was multiple scenes like that where they kept uh, cutting uh, Palpatine getting up out of his chair, and then he'd be sitting back in his chair laughing again. It's like. You're not even showing the effort so of him slowly getting up. Undertaker no, no, no. Like, like the editing is absolutely minutes. atrocious in this movie. That's what kept throwing me off sometimes, I think. I was like, wait, am I missing something? Or was he... Was, no, no, no. Continuity. A second ago. Who cares? An indecisive clone, man. Yeah. He can't make up his mind. So now that the Falcon has crashed, and these people who used to be stormtroopers but defected uh, don't have a ship of their own, they need to take a boat out to the wreckage of the Death Star, but the waves are too big and it's dangerous. But Ray decides to go anyway because she lived her life on a desert planet where she knows all about water and boats and how to navigate them. And okay, <laughs> I have a question. I have a question for you again. Mm-hmm. And you're going to say there's no answer to this question. Probably. <laughs> because it makes no sense. So the answer is page uh, 138. In- Finn and leader, I'm forgetting her name, the leader of the defector stormtrooper uh-huh. people. Yeah, they have a conversation. And basically, Finn is saying the reason all those stormtroopers dropped their weapons and decided not to kill a bunch of civilians, they're being ordered to kill civilians, they all dropped their weapons and defected, was because of the force. Yeah. I mean, he basically says that. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. So now we have the force as having some kind of moral sentience, which I thought was like, not what the force is, <laughs> or am I wrong? What happens to all the times when stormtroopers totally just kill everyone? The force didn't care about those times. <laughs> <laughs> how, how could a good force let bad stormtroopers? <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then Finn's like, and then Finn's like, well, the reason I found Ray is because of the force. I'm like, is Finn going to start a cult about the force? That's the <laughs> sequel that I want, is where Finn's a cult leader yeah, and I just attributes wanted this, intelligence the, uh, to the force. The trilogy where Finn ended up 
being the one with the uh, the powers instead of Ray. I love Ray and I like her character. They keep, they keep hinting at Sunbeam's oh, force. I don't like Ray. Oh, I, don't I know. Like her I know character. you don't. <laughs> they keep hinting that um, she's she's completely worthless as a character. They keep hinting at Finn being force sensitive. I guess is one thing. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And then Finn, a, and then Finn's that. understanding of the force seems to be very different than the Jedi's understanding of the well, force. Well, he's reading all the blogs, so he's getting things confused. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, he talks about it, like, in this way. Well, could a, he be, like, one of those guys in the Rogue One movie? I don't know what they were. They were, like, quasi-Jedis. Oh, those those Guardians? Yeah, yeah. Well, and at the end of that, the last movie, though, they're, they're that, that one guy was definitely Force-sensitive, but then he didn't seem to be a jedi at all well what was the last movie the last jedi or something yeah you know and it ends like the kid likes making a mop go around or something like i have the force i can move a mop or mm-hmm. yeah it's like more people are force sensitive or it's like oh hey uh, okay. we freed those beasts but sorry kids you're still slaves i just yeah, thought but he that can, was a- he can mop <laughs> with the force now so he's okay he's, i guess he's i just felt that Disney was like magic, another like random- making mouse i'm not bibbity bobbity boo <laughs> it's just another random throwaway thing like they just threw so much stuff in this movie oh yes that that is another trademark of jj abrams where and it's like this has nothing to do if with you just anything. throw th- as many things as you can at the audience they won't have time to think about it unfortunately we are able to re-watch things like this is this is a, a recorded piece of media that people can pause <laughs> and it's like jj and we can watch it again he's like foiled <laughs> If we wanted to, we could watch this more than once. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I derailed you there from them going to the thing, but I was just curious. Oh uh, yeah. And so, so amazing okay. Ray is able to navigate. So they go these, to the thing. You know, hundred foot waves, gale See, force. That would have been winds. a better name she change. What amazing she's doing. Ray. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and she's able to, you know, just navigate it, you know, straight through the crack in the Death Star, and then some crazy how use her scavenger powers to jump sure. and flip and climb and get to the throne room because we haven't had enough nostalgia yet right and there's a working door <laughs> that yes sure it operates uh interesting thing uh the the mirrors in that side chamber are part of um you know through rituals and stuff you can use them to access the veil of the force which is rumored to be <laughs> what dave filoni and john favreau are going to use to retcon this entire trilogy into happening in an alternate reality <laughs> that doesn't matter interesting <laughs> but uh, then ray has this vision of herself as a turns out it's all a dream of baby yoda i just see i'm sorry i just see like the next star wars movie being like the end of bob newhart when he wakes up he's like i had a terrible dream i was a psychiatrist Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, no, no, no. He's like, I had a terrible dream. I was an innkeeper in Vermont, whatever the hell it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Grogo being like, I had a terrible dream. There's this person named Ray who could like heal snakes. Okay. There's sad sorry. man all the time. I blame Lumberdor. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she sees herself as a Sith Lord, you said. Yes, which happened like for three seconds and then was over. Yeah. And she fights. And just then... another thing that was actually, I thought was cool. Uh huh. And then they just ditched it instantly. <laughs> Yes. Uh, and then Kylo Ren is there and he has the Wayfinder now. And then he breaks it because yeah. the only way she's getting to Exegol uh, is with him. 
<laughs> because you need the wayfinder physically in your ship to take you to Exegol, <laughs> even though. So this whole movie has be been about her finding this necessary. thing. Mm-hmm. And then he just goes, it's like, yep. it doesn't even matter. <laughs> yep. Okay. And so they fight. I just and keep checking in to make sure I'm tracking with this. Movie. Kylo okay. Ren, you know, is awesome now and he's able to beat back Ray and, and Ray for the first time is losing at something. And you can see on her face, the moments where she doesn't know what's going on because she can't comprehend that she's losing. So it's like, wait a minute, I'm Ray. I'm awesome. How am I losing? I don't know. Oh, he, he kicks her butt. I was kind of isn't surprised that, at how excited against, it was. That's against like the Kathleen clause, right? I would think so. Yeah. Ray is not allowed to be bad at anything or to make mistakes. And she's done <laughs> both so far in this movie. It's almost like J.J. Abrams is trying to give her a character arc. Mm-hmm. Try to sneak that in. Try <laughs> to sneak it in a little bit. <laughs> like, what, like overcoming adversity? Yeah. yeah. What? Oh, okay. Growth? Just making sure. She's just awesome at everything. Automatically. Without explanation. <sighs> She's the John Cena so of Star much. Wars. <laughs> I hate her character I, I, so much. I didn't have much of an opinion on her character. It was, just seemed very whatever they needed in the moment to me. So that's the main problem with all the characters. They're really so to develop her character. It's all oh, who are her parents? What relationship does she have to the rest of the story? How does she fit in? Who cares? Lumbrador, that just made me think that it would have made as much sense if they had revealed the spy and suddenly, da 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 da. Yeah. Yes. John Cena. <laughs> Cena wins. Lol. Yeah. Oh. Five and knuckles shuffle right. on Kylo Ren. It's over, baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, we are never going to get through this. And there, there is so yeah, much to, to, get to criticize and pick apart, and like we're we're not even going to cover half of the things that is wrong with this movie. Make it a two-parter. But, oh no! Make it a nine-part trilogy sequel. We, we got to get through this Star Wars event. <laughs> not our the fault. There are so many things wrong with this. No, that's true. <laughs> but but yeah, so, got to get through okay. this. Okay, so the end of this fight <laughs> is inexplicable. I think is what. Yes. Oh, we're yeah, saying. we're getting there where they're battling it out and then they get out into <laughs> wreckage and there's waves crashing and <laughs> also Finn and uh, what's her name are there because they had an extra boat and they made it even though it was deadly and they weren't supposed to, but they made it there and they made it there at the spot where they were fighting. So that's awesome sure. for them. And then they do incredible force jumps over vast distances and waves and, <laughs> and they continue to battle it out and then kylo ren is going to win and it's a good thing that carrie fisher decided to die but otherwise <laughs> at that very moment carrie fisher used her force powers that i guess i missed that she had and uh, oh, you didn't and see her mary poppins through the I, the space wreckage into the the ship i don't remember that where she was sucked um, out into space okay are we not supposed to believe at this point that luke trained her yes and she probably have that, that some luke amount of her. control over the force mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that she i missed tra- that until the completely she finished her training as a jedi you know had her lightsaber and everything and then 
you know, gave it back to Luke and said, nope, I'm out. That's mm. really why Luke went to a separate island. He's, he was pissed at his sister. So so she uses the force to say Going to my name. room. Yeah. At the moment, he's about to kill her. Mm-hmm. And so he doesn't. Yeah, I and guess. then he, he deactivates Because I guess, like... He drops his guard, and mm-hmm. then she and dies. And Ray kills him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stabs him right through the guts. And then Ray, of course, heals him. Yep. This is the first time she uh, he comes back from the dead. No, he like, he like killed his dad. Yep. And he's like, I mean, nope, but if my mom says my name, I'm going to drop my lightsaber. A tyrant yep. who has murdered countless he's people. Killed, at the beginning Much of the movie, he had killed like 100 people. Yeah. Okay, anyway. That's the power but, of love. What? Oh, Disney loves turning a good villain around. And you oh think like God. Ray's done it. She killed him. Nope. You still have hour an hour and a half left, still buddy. left. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we got, we, we need Drop you to it. do something. <laughs> we need you to be redeemed. So Ray's going to uh, heal you. And she's going to say that, oh yeah, I really wanted to take your hand, but I want to take Ben's hand, not Kylo yep. Ren's hand. Ooh. And then she steals his ship and flies away. And then he's stranded on that bit of wreckage for forever and never gets off. But you know, you know, Ren, you really shouldn't take on a project in a, <laughs> as a relationship. You should take on someone that's already in a good place mm-hmm. personally. I'm just oh, saying. My goodness. But that's a classic misstep, okay? She's like, if I can just turn him from being a Sith to being a normal person, this relationship will work. Like, Ren, no, girl. Well, that's both. Turn him away. You find yourself someone who already knows who he is. Um, She must have looked past the part where he tortured her, not only physically, but psychologically (laughs) and mentally. See, Ren, find someone who hasn't tortured you and killed countless innocents. Okay. Find someone who loves himself. You know, you know, that's all I'm saying. I mean, it worked for Natalie Portman. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Grandpa was a cool dude. <laughs> Come on, never man. mind. Never mind his his minor genocide that he committed, and you know, before he became Darth Vader. I mean, look, Ren, force you're like your... <laughs> Sorry, I was giving Ray relationship advice. So, so listen, girl. <laughs> listen, girl. You're beautiful. Flags. You can fly and you can heal people. Okay, you can get any man you want. Kylo Ren <clears throat> is just one big red flag. He just is after another after girl. He got a red lightsaber. That's a red flag. Mm. Yeah, you heard it. So, so now we get the scene of um, like they're all gone and Kylo's still there and, and he sees his dad. Right. Yep. That's next. Yeah. Describe all of your issues with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to know how much they had. To You're just a memory. To show up on set. I'm your memory. <laughs> He's like, well, I guess I could use another yacht. And again, it is it has been established that Palpatine was already, you know, had been manipulating Kylo Ren throughout the entire thing. He was every voice that had ever appeared in his head. So he sees this kind of quasi physical manifestation memory mm-hmm. of his dad, doesn't question it. Because <laughs> all Kylo does is listen to the voices in his head. Yes. Yeah. Poor Kylo. And then for some reason, this time he decides, well, they, he revisits that conversation, his last conversation he had before he murdered his dad. 
and chucked his body over the side <laughs> mm-hmm. and then decides, you know what? I can do this. And then he throws his lightsaber into the ocean. Yes. <laughs> and, and then he has to figure some crazy how to get off the planet. <laughs> yeah, so that just pulled scene, another ship out of the air and hopped a rod. That scene is when I texted you, Soltis, and was like, is this movie supposed to take place in like less than a day? <laughs> It starts yeah. with him like murdering everybody, and then he's like, "You know what? I'm gonna honor my dad's memory and be Ben." Yeah. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> what kind of meds did they give that guy? They're miracle workers. Okay. Uh, it is asinine, the things that, that these characters are going through. <laughs> and then it's like waka waka, all the starships can blow up planets. Boom! Out of nowhere, stakes are raised. Kinda. The stakes are up. They should have known that these could destroy planets because that was the whole plot of another movie. That spy like needed to be working. I mean, we've been destroying planets since 1979. Yeah, they're just like, oh, another one that destroys planets. Oh, seen that before. But there's lots of them this time. The Death Star. It was always a force-sensitive person standing around, like, and generate the energy necessary to destroy a planet. Uh But hey. You know, they've managed to miniaturize the technology and strap it underneath a, a spaceship now. So it's like an I, the iPhone of planet destroying. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I just like seeing you get frustrated about this movie. So Ray takes Kylo Ren's ship and jumps off to Octu, where Luke had secluded okay. himself, and decides that she's going to do the same thing because. And- Burns that ship to the ground. Yep. <laughs> because you know, metal is highly flammable when you add enough wood to it. And <laughs> she's just there chucking wood at this burn ship. You know, they really shouldn't have made TIE Fighter so flammable. It's a poor design decision. It's probably those little uh, creatures hopping around. They're very flammable. She just threw a couple of those. <laughs> oh, those porgs. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Just slingshotting them into the ship and exploding. <laughs> Look, though, and then she decides that she's going to the chuck movie. the lightsaber yes. right into the flames. And then we get Force Ghost Luke. Yes. <laughs> Catches the lightsaber. Who can interact with physical reality. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Didn't know Force Ghost could do that. Cool. Neither did I until I saw this. He's a little snarky. And then, and then <laughs> comes in with you know one of J.J. Abrams' middle fingers to Ryan Johnson in The Last Jedi that a Jedi should respect <laughs> their weapon <laughs> yeah what are you doing with that the same thing i did yeah <laughs> crazy what i did one day ago i'm running away like you did i was come wrong to, come to papa luke one of the things that i enjoy about this movie is that it is a giant middle finger to ryan johnson and the last jedi <laughs> <laughs> that's At one of the best. things that makes me smile <laughs> she has doubts she needs guidance mm-hmm. from luke she mm-hmm. gets it it's as much of a character arc as we're going to get and then before you know it she's back off to exegol to kill the emperor good thing she has the wayfinder that was in Ty- that was in kylo ren's ship because <laughs> and was not destroyed so i was gonna <laughs> say like she did she fly there in that thing <laughs> she, she flew didn't like all look the at way the across dashboard? the galaxy to this planet that wasn't on any star chart 
and burned the ship. And then fortunately the wayfinder is intact. And so she takes another ship to fly to another planet. That's not on anybody's star. She chart. has force powers that no other Jedi possesses. And she's like, that was on the dashboard and I didn't notice. <laughs> it's a good thing that, you know, Luke's <laughs> X-wing is mm-hmm. also able to fly after being submerged in the ocean for one force decades. power is being a swell mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She just thought about it being fixed and it fixed it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, and that's when you get the Leia training scene, right? Which uh-huh. was like Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. she did yeah, bypass yeah, yeah. the yeah, thing that Han didn't know about. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and, how are we gonna do gives, this? Just cover their faces. And gives her <laughs> Ray's or not Ray's, Leia's lightsaber. Yes. <laughs> she always said one day there'd be a plot hole that would need this. <laughs> it's you. Go hide it under a brick somewhere. And again, with yeah. the Snapchat freaking filter looking like digital young people faces. I'm so sick of seeing this in all these stupid movies. Like, just stop yeah. doing it. They yeah. should have just left the helmet faces down. I'm just sick of it. Yes. I would have rather them have the helmets on and have a freaking name tag than <laughs> see that stupid. Hello, I'm a new employee. I'm training. My name is Leia. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. They'd be better off making latex cast of their faces and just pulling it over somebody's head. Anyway, I digress. Or puppets. Puppets, yes. <laughs> Reenacted with puppets. I'm all Cut for that. Cut to a puppet reenactment. <laughs> Animated sequence in the middle of the movie. The rays off to Exegol to kill the Emperor. And then... Doing it. You know, Poe, who had previously stated that they didn't have enough time to go back to the base... Decides to go back to the base. (laughs) Yep. And regroup. Unless he wanted to go. What she's doing. That's how they're going. We only have four hours left. Let's go make coffee. Uh, On the other side of the galaxy. And they discovered that, oh no, Leia died. And now Poe is in command of the rebellion or resistance, even though they have Lando Calrissian. (laughs) Well, but not just having a crisis of conscience because he doesn't know if he can be a leader. So it's a good thing that they have Lando Calrissian there to take over. Yep. <laughs> Someone nope. who has led, it was led nope. people, orchestrated, you know, full-scale attacks on the Death Star in the first nope. place. And, yep. <laughs> he just goes, good luck, kid. Yep. You mean a character who it doesn't seem awkward when they call him general? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <No. laughs> He said, all you need is your friends, Poe. Just trust your friends. (laughs) Uh, So Poe and Finn are in joint command now. They have a plan. They're going to show up and pick a fight with the fleet, and they're going to blow up the one tower that they have. Palpatine had spent all this time and money and manpower on creating this giant fleet, but only made one tower to get them out of the atmosphere. (laughs) Whoops, he's not an engineer. Yeah. <laughs> Got the secret kill code on this. Well, and then uh, they wipe out that, that tower. They'll never get. Seriously, uh, they, they, they got Redundancy. an idea for that. <laughs> they wipe out the tower, and then they're like, "Well, we'll just broadcast from the star destroyer." And then Finn's all like, "Wait, they don't God even is, wipe out I mean, the, tower. the force is telling yeah. me that they, they, the the yeah, like the what was his name, General Pride? <laughs> he just Whatever. he just powers down the tower, <laughs> and yeah. then they're like, "Oh, it's powered down now. Let's ignore it and fly up." <laughs> and then Finn has a feeling that is being broadcast from the command. No, he has a feeling. The Holy Spirit speaks to him, and he knows. <laughs> feeling. 
Yeah. Wait, what? No, sorry. The force into it. How do you know that? And then he Wait, pauses. And isn't a it a bunch of little a microscopic beings? A feeling. It's midichlorians <laughs> oh, in his bloodstream. Yes. yes. That's what the force is or midichlorians? <laughs> the holy midichlorians. <laughs> the midichlorians in his bloodstream said Finn, that star bro. destroyer. Go. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Use Google Maps to find this Finn. But this is good. Now we're at the end of this stupid movie. So, <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Ray. Ray is facing off at the Emperor. And this yeah, is where I had he, to ask you what the crap was going on. Yeah, he pulls the same thing he did in Return of the Jedi, where he he's trying to get Ray to kill him and then complete this ritual that he's been doing, I guess, so that he'll take over her body because that's a thing that can happen. Something's so, like Vigo in Ghostbusters 2, and he's gonna take yeah. over her body. Yeah. What's I mean, Kylo is, is it's basically him going, oh, man. The throne room is filled with these. So I, I think I read this somewhere that the idea was people. I don't know what they are. That's um, clones of him. What, what's Gotta the be. guy's name? The Darth Plagueis. Mm-hmm. That was in, Palpatine's master. Instead okay. of in, instead of having mastery over death in the way you would think. The idea was that you could uh, transfer your soul into another body, such as a clone. So why didn't he do that? <laughs> I think that's to... what he was trying to do. So, so he, he made a clone of himself, but it sucked. And then Ray was somehow a clone of him too? Or an offspring of a clone? I don't know. Or, yeah, so I don't know. Nobody yeah. knows. I got what... super confused. To me, that's a trick, right? He's like, wait, if you kill me, I win. It's like, no, if you kill him, then he loses. He's dead. So just chop Mm -hmm. his head off and go, well, I'm not going to be a Sith and like walk off. Killing the bad guy that's trying to kill you in the entire universe is not bad. It's good. Yeah. So what I was asking Star Wars. in in the third one, the Emperor, he, he, he he shoots his force lightning. Mm -hmm. At Mace Windu, and Mace Uh Windu reflects it back at him and burns his face off, right? Why does his clone have to have a nasty burned up face? I don't know. Mm. Continuity, I guess. Uh, If anyone ever shoots shoots Force Lightning at me, I'm just going to use my lightsaber to reflect it back at him until I burn their face off. If there had been a Mace Windu clone... And this movie, that. I would have been into it. I will say that. So she's there with with Palpatine. What's left of the Resistance fleet, or what is making up the Resistance fleet, shows up, and they encounter, you know, a difficult time. They decide they're going to go after the command ship, and then they deploy their space horses to ride along the top of the ship. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Never mind that the ship has artificial gravity. Could just, you know. <laughs> tilt one side and knock them all off or anything like that it's you never saw the horses, horses coming yeah so that's a thing that happens that's that's in this movie <laughs> and then kylo ren also shows up and then you see that he found an og tie fighter yeah. from the wreckage of the death star yep. that also yep. still worked unharmed yeah and was able to fly and make it to exegol and he didn't and have he's a gonna go finder. save her and the and the resistance didn't have a wayfinder, but they were able to make it through the space junk that. Well, they just followed. It was only Ray, on that one part, obviously. in front of the planet. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ray sent them her signal conveniently, and they. Well, yeah. Carpooled. I mean, but. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> now here's the thing, right? Like Kylo Ren shows up, right? And he was just mm -hmm. the ultimate badass, right? And those guys like kick the crap out of him. Oh yeah, and they also the, the Knights of Ren are there for some reason. And this is this is one of the things that bothered me most. Uh, Hit me with it. That throughout there, there's been this sort of mythos that's been created about the Knights of Ren and their origins and and what they do. They're modeled after this medieval knightly order with Kylo Ren as their head. And then they show up, like there's no conversation, there's no any indication that they know each other. There's no indication of any shared history, of any camaraderie that they had, any relationships that they forged in the fires of battle together. You know, they just attack him. They were like, well, this is awkward. Now we're supposed to kill you. Yes, she didn't get yeah. the memo. And then they beat him up. And then they just hang around. After they beat him up and he's just like, bent in over. This and movie, he around. was like force choking people to the ceiling. He was mm -hmm. like stopping spaceships. I'm like, can't you just like force push these fools away from you? For asking logical questions. Like one of the generals just asks, you know, well, what does he want in return? And he was like, he, he was like, sir, what's our health plan? Like, I like was going to say, don't like, you think they'd be glad to be rid of this angsty 13 year old? It's, like, you know what, Kylo? I didn't sign your yearbook because I don't like you. And then they beat him up. <laughs> and so uh, it looks like Ray is about to strike down the Emperor, even though she's not going to. And Does then she and teleports the lightsaber to Kylo's Ooh. hand. Mm -hmm. That was hilarious. She can do that. I laughed. I laughed out loud. She reaches behind her back and it's gone. And he reaches behind. It's mm -hmm. like a magician. <laughs> And Las it's Vegas. a good thing that the Knights of Ren were just standing around waiting for that to happen. Yep. <laughs> and then he tears through them, like someone with a lightsaber would tear through someone with medieval weapons. <laughs> and, uh, Pretty much. Oh, you have an axe, cute. Chops him in half, yep. Uh, and then he shows up to the throne room. Wonder Twin powers activate. Yep. yep. And then the Emperor decides to abandon his 30-year plan that he's had in motion and he's going to suck all their delicious life force and and reclaim the throne for himself because he's petty he chucks kylo ren into the chasm that's also in the throne room for some reason the yes. throne room has a chasm gotta have a chasm it's actually the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> there's actually a bunch of pillows at the bottom of it slide over sight he was yeah, because some crazy how he <laughs> survives and climbs back up and he's like thank god they put all these pillows down here Oh my gosh, this whole thing is a train wreck. <laughs> and and then Ray wakes up because the force ghost told her to. And yep. <laughs> you see Palpatine waking up as a clone and being like, I want my next th throne room to be full of chasm. That seems yeah. like a good idea because that worked out well last time. His costume changed by yes. sucking up their life force. And now he has red robes with black and, and he has his Sith eyes for some reason. But sure. Classic. Yeah, oh. I like the uh, Sith eyes on uh, 3PO, though. That, that was nice. Glowy red. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, like rebooting him. Yeah, give us a Sith message. Now. Your eyes must turn red. You <laughs> got the virus. Oh. Your voice gets all metal. He was so... speaking the black speech of Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so the Emperor is you're shooting off his force lightning into the air and disabling all the resistance ships as and you do they're having Which a bad you time have done to start with 
and it's just so terrible missing all his ships <laughs> oh hey i'm gonna shoot ray with the lightning that i used to disable this entire fleet but it's okay because she has a lightsaber she is able to just absorb it or something and yeah. oh that's not enough what about two, two lightsabers, lightsabers. Two lightsabers. <laughs> bam you never see the second lightsaber coming, bro. <laughs> and she's able to pour, cross push the, the beams back. Which you don't do. You don't cross the beams. And so even as it starts disintegrating him, yep. it starts disintegrating him, right? And it doesn't yep. stop when it starts disintegrating him. He's well, like, no, I'm going to blasting this while I'm melting my face. Well, not only not that, but like you see you where going. he where he's thrown back, and he's not shooting lightning anymore. But lightning is still coming at him from the lightsabers. Yes. And so, is that another force power to shoot force lightning out of lightsabers? Lightning yes, but only if you have two lightsabers, and they're crossed. Only if you have two. And so, crossed. so to recap, too, like so, Ray had to kill him for his plan to work. Mm-hmm. Then, yes. no, she didn't. He could just steal their life force, and then she killed him anyway. And, and everything was fine. So yeah. he was lying then, all along. And then his plan <laughs> failed because she killed him, even though his plan was for her to kill this him. This for her to kill. Okay. Just checking. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, well, there was the whole, you know, I am all the Sith, but she she like checkmate with I am all the Jedi. Uh-huh. Oh my yeah. gosh. Especially it was like that reversal. one you remember she from burst. the cartoon. Yep. Yeah. Ahsoka. <laughs> so <laughs> at some point. You know, she's died now. Thanks for that. Do you think Thanks, eventually guys. they'll go back and replace Spoon. her voice with Rosario Dawson's? Let's hope so. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. The, the voice actor who played the character in the Clone Wars does an amazing job. Nope, too bad. <laughs> this is Star Wars, baby. Doesn't matter, Get over doesn't matter what you want. Well, and so then Ben swoops in and does some force well, healing. Yeah, like he's he's okay. He just climbs up the chasm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how far he fell or you know what it took for him to do that but whatever <sighs> and then he sees ray and she's dead so he decides to force heal her because he saw her do it to him and now he knows yeah. how to do it i guess sure yeah. so well he didn't know you could do it before but now it's obvious yeah. it's, obvious. Never, it's so obvious now although he didn't do uh, it right. he totally died while trying to do it yeah, but not before they kissed <laughs> Sure. And one of the most awkward screen kisses I've ever seen. Somehow even more awkward than Star Wars' own incestuous Luke and Leia. <laughs> <laughs> it was a forced kiss. Yeah, it was. Forced. Oh, and then he dies of either boredom or embarrassment. That's the end of him. I was going to say, that was we didn't see him again, right? No, He's like, he, he, at he least I got to be on SNL that one time. <laughs> what happened to him? <laughs> Yeah, he, well, he, he suddenly actually, like so everybody celebrates. Then Ray's in the desert, bearing lightsabers, and then she has one that's like yellow. Uh, well, we'll get to that. What is but, that? But, I got yeah, a question. Like, so like when the, he fell the, off the, the cliff, whole, the whole our like the entire galaxy has shown up for this battle, okay. and they didn't need a wayfinder, but they all showed up because Lando Calrissian is a competent leader and can rally forces and troops and things, and so so they're battling. You know, he walks or watch him from the forest. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> then we get, you know, things from all over Star Wars nostalgia. We get Ewoks watching from the forest. We get uh, some Star Destroyer that gets destroyed over Bespin. And it's just, 
It's just ridiculous. <laughs> but the day is saved, and life can start anew, I guess. And yeah. Wookie, Wookie's get medals. And Wookie's get medals. Get cookies. So after after they all meet up again on whatever planet they were on to launch their attack, and they hug, yeah. and there's some actual emotion going on there. Then Ray pisses off to Tatooine because she has, you know, a personal connection to that place for some reason. And it's where she got abandoned. Where to find Luke Skywalker's house? And <laughs> well, because Tatooine was like, uh, uh, I mean, well, I should say Jakku was like Tatooine 2.0, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But didn't Luke Skywalker's house get burned up and exploded in the first movie? Because that's how his it uncle died. Did <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Seems okay. like something didn't connect there. Okay. Yeah, and for the most part, it's intact. And after burying. Anakin and Leia's lightsaber. She ignites her own lightsaber that she made some crazy how at some point. And the lady is, asks her, who "Why she is it is. yellow? Does that matter?" Yeah, <laughs> like uh, that does matter. Lightsaber. There, there is significance to the color of of the lightsabers. Oh, okay. Which I can get to in a bit. Okay. But, Purple means you're Samuel then, L. Jackson. And yeah. then she says, and then she sees Luke and Leia Force ghosts. And then she tells the lady that she's Ray, Ray Skywalker. And I thought, no, you're really not. And then she's arrested for identity theft. <laughs> and then she stares as the twin suns set. And that's the end of the end. The Palpatine saga. Bum, bum, bum. Okay. So wow, to answer your question so about the lightsabers. Sense. Yeah, yeah. What's up with that? What's going on? I got green. I got blue. I got red. I got purple. I got mm-hmm. P-colored yeah. lightsabers. What's going on? There are generally three classes of Jedi that were established. Yeah. You have the Guardians, the Consulars, and the Sentinels. Gold. Okay. They're the ones uh, that hunt the Sentinels. uh, uh, They're the ones that hunt the Sith. Oh, same thing. Oh, but if you you hunt the Sith, you're you're actually, you're doing what they want. Casts in the Jedi Order. So so if you have a, a green lightsaber, you're, you're a part of the, the Consulars, which are mostly focused on on the force whereas the guardians are more combat oriented and they so have would you say like neighbors. green kaiba crystals aren't aren't as good because <laughs> no, they don't need to be so so then where does where does yellow fall on that then okay so those are red is the evil and then yellow is a sentinel okay mm-hmm. the sentinel and they are the the most rare part of the Jedi cast and they were used as guardians of the temple and as uh, and traditionally Sith hunters. They were the first cast that Palpatine eliminated or converted to, you know, to become Jedi hunters when he took power as the emperor. Okay. You know, launched his attack, uh, his cleansing of the Jedi temple on Coruscant. So he eliminated that and then she, a descendant of him, is starting it back. So there's actually actual story significance to the one thing that they do not mention at all in the movie. That had to be a Dave Filoni thing thrown in there. It's like, guys, you got to add this. That's so good. Like, that's really deep and cool and interesting to me. And they do not explain it at all. No, no, no. It's it's just completely, you know, whatever. I (laughs) love it. I hate this movie. I don't know if you could tell, yes. but I could hate, but I really hate this movie. When your preference place, would have been to chuck Ray in the trash compactor. After two movies, yes. 
<laughs> and make the film about Finn. Um, <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. I I do I do I do like the uh, I do like his uh, uh, stormtrooper turned. Uh, you know, not no, like not he, so he bad was, guy. He was a completely interesting character that mm-hmm. they didn't do anything with. All of the characters they didn't do anything with them, yeah. and, and and which is why in the trilogy. For the first time, we get them going on an adventure together in the in final the third movie. movie. In the, in third, the third movie. movie. It's... <laughs> uh, the fact that they're all so emotional together, I mean, I guess you could chalk up to the, they did just uh, fight and win a rebellion, but it doesn't really check out when you, you add up the amount of time they've actually spent together. No, like yeah. there, there's no establishment of character dynamics or their interpersonal relationships or anything like, like that because they're too busy Poe jumping. Oh, and Ray to different... literally barely know each other. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things that I, I do enjoy that the giant middle finger to Ryan Johnson in particular and The Last Jedi and that garbage movie. Rose Tico has become a glorified extra, which is fantastic. Her character was terrible. Um, there's almost character development with Ray. Oscar Isaac is is totally charismatic and has a great time with his character. Like yeah. he's he's fantastic. Both these actors are wasted in this movie. They handled Carrie Fisher's death about as well as as you could expect. You could, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, it it wasn't it wasn't what the character deserved, but I it's the best they could do. I think there was, was too many any ghost of it really across Han Lake and Lua. Was any of it what they deserved? No. No, not, not really. <laughs> not ever. No, they're 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 all failures at what they did. The when you have Luke, a Luke, Luke, you have a Jedi. Skywalker come out and say, I, "I I don't like any of this," and of course he was talking about the la- the the last Jedi, right? He's like, "I disagree with all of these choices." <laughs> yeah, the plot is not character driven at all. It's just a series of coincidences and luck, and because the script needed it to happen. Yeah, the motivations behind the characters' choices—they're all arbitrary. Oh, it just gets sillier and sillier. Like I was, I was entertained because I was laughing at how increasingly silly it got. It's so bad. It's so bad. It really <laughs> bothers me because I like like the the main characters. I like them individually. I like those actors, but it's just like they can't. Oh, this is yeah. This is this is not. A slight on oh the no actors. i know that i know that yeah. <laughs> it's just, it, that's what bothers me so much is because i liked all the actors i liked where it seemed like the story was going between all three movies and it's like they finally they just keep destroying it any chance it had to have the, the characters have any significance it's like they just kept destroying it every chance they had yeah it's that rapid fire stupidity that jj abrams <laughs> has become known for Thank you for joining us in the dimension of our Midnight Cape. We hope you'll visit us again. From myself, Lumberdor, Beaches, and Doug, thank you, and good night.